Hello, friends. Maestro here, bringing you episode 373 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about how to tell if a plan is good or not. There's just so much out there in terms of people dispensing information and offering up this suggestion and this way of doing it, that way of doing it. How do you know if it's going to work? How do you know if a plan is good? Can you actually know if a plan is good? I got some thoughts. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. Hello, friends. Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my most favorite podcast. So I think today's episode is actually going to be like a true Thursday shorty. I just recorded uh, last Friday with Jill. Uh, she's she'll, Her episode will, will release, I believe, next Monday. Uh, but recorded with Jill and was joking about how my Thursday shorties are really Thursday not so shorties, and uh, she was she supported it. She was like, "Listen, you got to give the people what they want." Uh, but I think this is actually going to be a Thursday shorty because as I was kind of brainstorming writing it out, I was like, "You know what? I don't have that much to say about this, and I'm not going to, you know, try to to draw it out just for the sake of drawing it out. I will say what I got to say, and then we're going to be done." So. What I want to say today revolves around knowing if a plan is good or not, right? How do you know if a plan is good? And the reason that this came up was I wrote an email to my mafia. Every Monday, I send out an email to the mafia, and it's largely based on the things that I, you know, I go through the, the Facebook group that we have, and I read what the comments are, and I, I try to get a feel for what might be helpful for people, what's resonating with people. Uh, maybe it's just a reminder, or if someone has like a phenomenal thing that they share, sometimes I'll just, you know, highlight that, uh, in addition to the recap that I provide. And uh, in this this past email that I wrote, I wrote something along the lines of, you know, I prefer to not try to find what works, but rather to stick with a good plan until it works, right? I don't, I don't really love trying a zillion things. Instead, I'd rather try one thing and focus on it until it works. And, you know, I actually talked about this on the episode with Jill, it's coming up, about how you will see people just create product after product or offer after offer. And, you know, this is not inherently a bad thing, but, you know, I was asking, I was like, Jill, why do you think this is? Why do people continue to try to, I don't even want to say iterate because they're not even taking the same thing. They're like, make something completely new. And it actually becomes quite confusing for the audience or it limits your ability to actually grow because you just keep selling the same, keep selling things to the same group, oftentimes small group of people. Whereas for me, I'd rather you 
create something and then stick with it until it works. Refine it, listen, listen around the edges, you know, talk to your people, make sure that they actually wanted to start off with and then, you know, create something that, that they actually want and that works. And so, you know, she said, and I totally agree that people oftentimes create so many things because the first thing didn't work. And instead of doubling down on it, there was like, oh, I'll just have something new, which inherently isn't a bad thing. But like I said before, I do believe that this approach can ultimately limit your growth, whether it's, you know, online business or I'm, I'm thinking about volleyball. I'm always thinking about volleyball. But when we see someone who doesn't get a win and then immediately is like, I'm going to do a completely different strategy. And then the next time I'm going to do a completely different strategy. Or I'm going to go see a different coach and I'm going to go and they just keep changing things. You never give things enough time you never stick with things long enough for them to actually work. Because the reality is we know things take time. It takes time to, to have that success, to achieve that mastery. So when we're jumping around and doing a million things, oftentimes you never end up actually, you know, figuring out and learning and, and gaining the expertise to make that thing work, to have that thing work. So the, the topic that I want to talk about today is, well, how do you know going in if the plan's going to be good or not, right? So I pulled up the email that I sent and I actually changed the word that I used because this concept of good and bad is inherently problematic. So uh, in the email that I sent out, I wrote, my preference is not to find what works by trying a zillion things, but rather to stick with a solid plan until it works. So I switched out the word good for the word solid. But the question is, you know, is still there as to how do you know if the plan's going to be solid? How do you know if a plan is, like I said in the beginning, good? And I believe within the question is the problem because one, we're assigning, you know, value, worth, whatever, good and bad to something. And number two, the reality is you do not know until you do the thing. It's impossible, right? Good or solid as a, as a uh, descriptor, that's assessed, determined after the fact, right? It's a thing we look in the rearview mirror and we're like, yeah, that was a good idea because it worked out for me. So that in mind, if I'm going to give you some actionable steps, and I've really been trying hard to pass however many episodes to you, not just, you know, talk from, speak from theory, but to give you things that you can actually do and implement and make it actionable and, and tangible and tactical. And so two things that I think we should consider when going into this, when we're, when we're thinking about choosing a plan. Number one, ask those who you trust. So, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you ask someone, if you ask for information from someone who you respect, who's doing the thing that you want to be doing, who has the lifestyle that you want, you have the same values, you are on board, just take their, take it, take their advice and go. It's a, it's a, it's a shortcut. But I believe that in, in asking people from you, who you trust, right, that we know word of mouth and referrals from word of mouth tend to be the best and it's the most trusted. That person has gone through that thing. We have the same approach to things. We value the same things. And so I can ask them and I, I am more inclined to believe that, yes, this will actually be beneficial or helpful for me too. The second part here, which I think is actually more important, is, is do, your, do your research, use your judgment, and then take radical responsibility 
for the outcome. At the end of the day, any decision that's made, any plan that's followed, it's going to be subjective in terms of do we consider it you know, quote unquote good or bad or, or solid. It depends on what that person wants. What do they care about for the outcome? What are they willing to do? There's certain things that for me, I'm just like that. I don't want to do that plan. That doesn't. That's not in alignment with me. There's too much risk. It's it's just you know not in alignment with where my goals or whatever. And the only way that you're going to know that is by doing the thing ultimately. But as we start off with it, do your research, use your judgment, and then take radical responsibility for the outcome. I've spoken about this as well in the past, in that as it relates to confidence and taking action, what we're actually concerned with is not the confidence to take action, but the confidence to handle the outcome of said action. Because doing the thing is can be scary, but it's really the outcome that could be problematic or could be phenomenal, or that is actually the thing that we have to deal with. And that's in reality, oftentimes what actually stops us is, you know, if I do this thing, then that other thing will happen. And I don't want that outcome. I don't want that, um, what are we going to call it, repercussions or um, consequences, right? And it has a very negative connotation. It doesn't have to inherently be negative, but we tend to think about that, right? We're a very, uh, you know, loss averse species. And so we remember those things so that we don't die. Uh, but as it relates to looking at a plan and, and trying to decide, do I want to do this? Is this going to be good? I think number one, ask those who you trust. And then number two, do your research, use your judgment, and then take radical responsibility for the outcome. And, you know, as I'm scrolling through Instagram, I just see you know, there's so many things out there in terms of advice that's being offered. Uh, Dr. Sean Pastuch, he shared a story from this I don't remember the guy's name. He shared a story from a guy who uh, I actually agree with a lot of the stuff that the, the guy says. And he's talking about, you know, growing an audience and how to use social media. And it's largely like a human-centered, person-first, person-centered approach. But he has, you know, his approach. I have my approach. If you're going to look at, like, Gary Vee's approach and whatever, all the influencers out there, everyone has their own approach. And there's just so much information out there. So it's like, how do you know? What's good? I know that's a very you know singular example, but uh, I think it can be applied to anything. Just advice being given. Actually, I have three B's that I was that I wrote down that I was like, I just had to go through this and like, is this a good plan or not? I just bought an e-bike. Uh, I had a beeping in my office, and I was like, what the hell is that beeping? And I learned that it was coming from a backup battery for Verizon FiOS, which I don't even have Verizon FiOS. I use Frontier, but there's a box that was in the apartment when I got here, it's attached to the wall. That thing was beeping and I was like, can I just take this battery out? Like, am I gonna lose internet? I gotta Google some stuff and, and see. And then, of course, beach volleyball, the third B. And in terms of these tournaments that I've been entering and the game plan that we use, for all of these things, I look at those tattoo separate approaches that I pitched earlier. Number one, ask those who you trust. So as it relates to the bike, I asked my guy Forrest. He has, you know, he's, he does as much research as I do. So I asked him as a start and, you know, what his experience has been. He actually had a company that built e-bikes for a while. So I asked him. And then I followed point number two, which was I did my own research. 
I used my own judgment and I was willing to take radical responsibility for the outcome. Meaning if I bought this thing and it didn't work out, I take responsibility. I'm like, yes, I can handle that outcome. So I did a ton of research. I'm that person. I'd be watching like a 26 minute long video because for me, if I do the hard stuff now, life is easier later. As opposed to you don't do the research now, you get the thing doesn't fit. You got to fucking return it. Who has time for that? Battery, same thing. I didn't have anyone I could ask in this case, but I Googled it. I did my own research. I, I used my judgment and I was like, is this safe? <laughs> Am I going to get electrocuted? Okay. And will I lose internet? And if I do, like, can I just, you know, plug it back in? What are the outcomes here? And can I handle them? Yes, totally. Same thing for beach volleyball, right? Number one was asking those who you trust. In this case, in finding Steven, my coach, actually, I, it was from Jill's recommendation. And I was like, I trust her. And cool, we're going to go forward with this. And then number two, that second part there of doing my own research. So well, as it relates to the tournaments, I'm doing my own research in terms of learning the game, studying the game, and you know, learn, looking at the level that I'm at. And I actually brought that to Steven. Right? I looked at the games and I'm like, hey, this is actually the defenses that we're coming up against. This is the offenses. These are the offenses we're coming up against. I don't know, you know, if what the approach that you've been teaching us, like, how does that mesh? And actually, Stephen helped us out tremendously. And then he changed the practice and he was like, oh, actually, like, yeah, we're going to go about this a little bit differently. And then at the end of it, I was willing and am willing to take radical responsibility for the outcome. If we lose, we lost. It's on me. It's not like I'm like, well, Stephen said to do that. No. Taking radical responsibility. I am in the driver's seat. And I get to choose that. So whatever it is that you're thinking about and, I, and you're faced with all of these options, my two-step approach to determine if it's going to be a good plan, and let's actually say to make it a good plan, right? Because determining if it's a good plan or if it's a solid plan, that's done after the fact. So my advice for going into something and actually deciding to go with a certain plan would number one be ask those who you trust and then number two do your research use your judgment and then take radical responsibility for the outcome right i told you this is actually going to be a true thursday shorty uh announcement wise for you folks keep an eye out especially on the instagrams uh, Pride Swag is going to be dropping very, very soon. We have the design. It's out. It's gone out and we shipped it out or emailed it over to uh, the place where we get everything printed. And so the store to order your Pride Swag should be open hopefully this week. So if you're listening to this episode when it drops, it will drop on Thursday, May 12th. And I Ideally, the store will be open this week because uh, it takes a little bit of a turnaround time. So we want to make sure that you have your swag in time for Pride Month, which is June. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you're like, man, I, I just want to make sure I don't miss it. I want to make sure. Then do me a solid and just text me. And I'll, I will make sure that you get the link for the store as soon as it, uh, as soon as it opens up. The uh, number to text 310-737-2345. I promise you, that is my number. It's a sideline, but it goes to my phone and it's me. I had someone uh, message, I guess last week after after hearing on Danny Matei's podcast and then they started listening to some of my episodes and they were like, I'm, I'm trying this and I 
can't really believe that it's you, but we'll see. And I was like, yes, it is me. The texts will be green because it's a sideline. You all know that I'm only about that iPhone life, but using the app, the sideline app that I use, uh, it makes the text green. So if you want to make sure that you you know, know about the, the Pride Swag drop and you're super nervous, you're not going to catch it, I promise I will blast it all over Instagram and I will put it in my uh, email list, as send it out to the email list as well. But if you're nervous, go ahead and shoot me a text. The second thing that I'm wondering is I would love to hear from you regarding the summer podcast episode schedule. So it's gone back and forth. Some summers I will take off, other ones I just keep recording straight through. And I'm thinking for this summer, I might get rid of the long episodes and just do Thursday shorties. I could also potentially cut all of them down, right? And when I say cut all of them down, I could potentially publish more frequently and do like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, guaranteed shorty, everything less than 20 minutes. But you know, I, I'm I'm open to suggestions. Uh, Courtney, you as well. You do the editing. I'm open to suggestions, but I definitely think I'm going to switch it up this summer. Uh, we'll likely at least get rid of the long episodes, the guest episodes, because quite frankly, folks, like I really enjoy them, but they're harder to do. You got to get the schedule together. Uh, and I have something else that I want to be and need to be, and I'm excited to be working on this summer. So if I can get a little bit of time back, I realize it's only two episodes uh, a month, but still. So would love to hear from you as to a preference that you may have for the summer shorties or the summer series, whatever you want to call it, whether you want to hear maybe more times a week, shorter, or if you're cool with just every Thursday, uh, I'd love to hear from you. So 310-737-2345. All right. That, I believe, is it. Those are the announcements that I have for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, Maestro out.